Victor Galvin. Yeah, 24-7 mindset. Yeah, 24-7 mindset. Let's go. 24-7 mindset. All right, so let me ask you a question. Do all businesses that get started succeed? Uh, I know. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Not at all. Um, you know, one out of 10 is going to make it on the first five years. One out of 10 businesses. So if 100 start, 10 only make it. Mm-hmm. And then out of those that make it, one out of the next 10 is going to make it on the 10 years. And then when you go into the 10 years, you, you, you need to be on the 100 million by then. If you're not on the 100 million, something is wrong. You're not growing. You're not making no money. You're just not moving. So when you're over 100 million, so one out of 10 on the 100 million is going to make it. So you got 15 years and you got 30 opportunities where you're not going to make it. Just for all these little things that you don't know, there's people out there that shows you how to do it, that show you the path, that give you the data, that give you the, the process, the systems, and the leadership to take all those steps. Don't try to do it alone like I did it. Mm-hmm. I always had in my mind that I need somebody, like a mentor, somebody to come and tell me how to do it. But, you know, I'm going to go deep on this one. I was scared that they would come and look at my books and they would steal my data. I was thinking so fucking low. I didn't have no data. Those people, they didn't want nothing to do, right? They just wanted to help me for a percentage of, of the profits. So I had people that come in and tell me, hey, we give you, if, if, if we can bring your revenue to this level and will you bring your profits to this level, we get 5% or 50%, whatever that was. I'm like, no, uh, you ain't going to come. But And then sometimes I wanted to do it, but and then the fee was like uh, 5000 bucks, and then like 5000 a month. I'm like, wow, this motherfucker's going to take all my money. So my mentality wasn't there. Mm. So for any of those that are listening to me, go ahead and do it. Pay $5,000 a month. Pay somebody to tell you what to do, how to do, and all that stuff. And, and let me tell you something, 5000 is nothing. Mm-hmm. I really believe that you can pay up to $25,000 a month for a year. And that person can take your company, let's say you're doing a million, I'm just throwing a sample, from a million to $25 million, no problem, in knowledge. Mm-hmm. In paper and revenue, they can probably take it to you to, I'm going to say a good 12 million. And guys, don't try to do it alone. Um, I did it. So, so when, you, when you're going through all these problems, all these uh, little mistakes that you do in life, uh, you are going through breakpoints in your organization. Brandon Dawson talked about that. So I did not know that you got breakpoints in companies. So every time you need to add either a system or a leader or um, a manager or a superintendent, so you go through those breakpoints. So you're on the edge, you're complaining, you're not making no money. Why am I going to pay for somebody else to come and, 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 and help me? 
So that goes back to when you first started that believe that you can do it better and really you get shot down and locked and say, why this motherfucker's taking my money? Why I gotta hire somebody else? Why I gonna bring somebody to t- tell me what to do? Why I gonna bring somebody to come and go into my books and really see all this data? But really you need all that persons, all those people to come and tell you, look at the data so they can come and, and help you. So you just keep going and you just keep going building this company on error on error and the reason that i believe that you don't go out of business because the government would not let you go down because they charge you so much taxes the government depends on the small businesses because we or they are the ones that pay the most taxes and this com this country is supported by small companies so you can fuck up you can steal money you can do whatever you want for three years they ain't gonna come and shut you down because they taking advantage of you because you don't know what you don't know. Mm. So to go back, there's only 1%, 1 out of 10 that makes it. And it's so hard to make it because there's probably 50, 50 ways to look at it. One, either you don't make it because you don't have the right writer. Number two, you're competing against somebody else, not against yourself or you think you can do it better, but you're not doing it better. You're making it worse. You need to adapt this, but you're not adapting. So there's so many things involved that can come after you for you to survive in the first five years. And it's not just one thing. I wish it was only one thing, but there's 50 things that if you don't do them all right, you're automatically out of business. But sometimes God is too big that, you know, as long as you're working hard and all that stuff, God will somehow keep you alive, right? I believe on that. But it's only a matter of time that God is probably not even there, right? But automatically, you're just going to drop out for two reasons. Because the reason you're making it is because, you you know, like God probably helping you. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he's giving you the, 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 the help to stay working, so you overworking yourself, your body and everything, so you start probably from 3 a.m. to 11 p.m. by the time you drop or you, the drop, you drop the last email, you, you, you follow up on, on the last email, whatever. So, so that's, I think that's the reason that, that you just makes it, and a lot of people give up also in those five years, and the ones that don't give up, somebody somehow sees you and sees the quality of work that you do and somehow they want to help you but you don't know how to ask for help and they don't know how to give you because at the end of the day they cannot tell you what's the number mm. not because they don't want to it's just because it's not to, to say hey look I'm going to give you $100,000 more for the job and sometimes they give you signs so I went through a lot of those in my career where I was doing a great job in the field, but in my paperwork, where it mattered the most, I suck. So I didn't have the paperwork side, the management side. I had the doer side, so I wasn't collecting money because I wasn't filling the applications. I wasn't sending the right submittals. So there's always something holding your paycheck not because you didn't deliver on the work side. Mm-hmm. And I thought that these people was bad, that they, they want to screw me, they don't understand me. 
no, I'm the one that I understand. So, so a lot of that holds the check for 60, 90 days. And I used to complain and complain and complain. And it was me. I didn't have all my shit together. So you just keep going into this process into now you got to make it from one to 10 from uh, on the next 10 years. So mm-hmm. you one out of 10, you got to survive out of 10 companies. And you're just trying to compete, trying to give lower prices. You're trying to, 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 to show off. But in that show off, somehow you're screwing yourself. But at the same time, you have a Tyson. You're getting noticed. You're getting recognized. But you're not paying attention to that. You're just doing show off because you want to tell people you're doing right, even though you're falling apart. Mm-hmm. But when you identify, if, if you just identify that situation, there's two beautiful things in there. You show off, right? But mm-hmm. take advantage of that. Use it as you promoting your company. You're creating momentum to keep going. Me, I wasn't looking at it that way. I was looking at it, I'm Mr. Big Shot and all that stuff. I was falling apart in my office, my money, and and, and everywhere. My, my relationship with my wife and my kids, my house was a total disaster. Um, I didn't have no money to pay for my house, so I have to let her go. So I did foreclosure on my house. So I finally decided to choose between VMG or my house. So I sit down with my wife and I say, this is all we have. So you got all this pressure that you don't know why it's happened to you. But at the end of the day, now that you look at it, that I'm explaining it, it's just the things that you don't know that you don't know is what hurting you. So I talk to my wife. I say, if the company is bringing a little bit of work, if you can, if we can push the company, and we just let the house go, and whatever happens, we can figure out later. So we was lying. So the bank did not take my house. So I was going to the lawyer, to the judge, and tell him that I didn't have no money, that I had my business, that I got employees, but I was just making enough to pay. So the, the judge always feel bad and always bothered in my favor. So that's a little bit of my story that I talk about in other podcasts because I went after that, I went back and checked the whole process and systems, what happens. So I talk a little bit about that the bank doesn't own the note. It's an insurance, so, but that's a different story. So the, the judge always what was ruling for me. So I I stayed five years in there and I was still broke. Because why? Now I wasn't paying rent. I mm. wasn't paying a mortgage. And you know how much was the payment? Nine hundred dollars. I fucking sucked back then. Mm. So so now you're going through all this, so you're getting used to I don't have a mortgage. Five years I got so much so used to that. Finally, when it's time to, to get out, um, I'm complaining. This is where, where Sophia comes in. So all this is happening. All this is happening in your world. All these problems mm-hmm. that you did not know. You just, just because you had a dream and you think you can do better. But there's a million things against you. And nonstop, every day. So... Now I'm not only can afford to pay my mortgage. Now I'm in a break point that I was going to go out of business or um, kill myself. 
And the reason I say this is not because I didn't have the balls, the guts, nothing like that, and I'm not a good man, nothing like that. It's just that all this BS build up in you because you just don't know what you don't know. And I remember one day, uh, and don't mix family with business when you don't know what you don't know. But when you got a mentor, mix it, put it together, have the whole family work in the business. So I did not know this because all the BS that was happening around me. So Sophia came to me, and now emotions kicks in. I was working and I was drinking um, uh, Hennigan. I was drinking a shot of CC and uh, uh, a shot of Hennigan to drop the alcohol. So I was just complaining and just, I wanted to get waste, forget all my problems. I just complain about myself all the time. And Sophia came in, hey, dad, 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 with a bottle. She wanted milk. And uh, I remember I went back to the refrigerator and uh, no milk. I said, what the fuck? So I said, hey, just go to your room. And I just went back to work, right? My wife was working. Mm-hmm. She got to go to work to, to kind of bring some money and all that stuff. It's stupid. Instead of have her helping me take care of the paperwork, show her, or just next to me, so how I do it, and then she can do it. Don't save, don't close. Let me see if you did it right, that type of thing. When I come back, let me confirm. I didn't have none of that. So you also gotta have those patience to also to teach others. I wasn't a good leader. Mm -hmm. So after I drinking another shot, and I'm drinking the Henneke, my daughter came in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck I'm doing? So now, I got money for liquor and beer, but I don't got money for for milk. Milk. So that's when I say that's it. Mm-hmm. This is it. This this was the break point of my uh, business and the break point of my life. I went to my room, I grabbed the shotgun, and I said, "This is it." And our belief, in our mentality in Mexico, if you cannot sustain a family, you suck, right? Mm-hmm. But that's this. Right now, you cannot sustain your family. For anybody, you fucking suck. Mm-hmm. Get out of where you're doing and just step up and figure out, work another job, whatever. I don't recommend that, but whatever it takes, but you need to bring food to that table. And then you can start paying for somebody to help you have to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. So I went. I didn't have the balls to shoot it. I just did. And I was going to shoot it. I didn't have the balls. I grabbed it on the wall. Sophia started coming and crying. She was in the other room. I miss her by three feet, four feet. So where I'm going with this, so all that goes against the the one out of ten that's going to make it on the ten years. And I just that. You have trucks. You got payments. You want to look cool. You want to compete against somebody else that they're, they're probably already making it. And you're not. Mm-hmm. You're not competing against yourself. So, guys, at the end of the day, just make sure when you compete, compete against yourself. Go all in. Don't let nothing stop you. Don't let nothing, nobody tell you that you can't do it. But always think that at this um, era, at 2023, there's so much data, there's so much media, there's so YouTube, Google. You can Google everything, how to do it. You, you, I'm not saying don't get a mentor. I'm not saying don't get uh, a company that can come in and, and, and search your business and help your business and, 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 and just uh, 
break your whole business and give you a strategy plan how to take it to the next level. But there is so much information that you should not go for to none of those uh, problems anymore. You may have to go with a lot of problems for what you think you know, but you don't know. But that's about it. Everything else, I think, is there.